Blog Talk Radio. God afternoon. I'm your host, Minister Myrene Wise, and welcome to the Love Gospel Hour. If you enjoy gospel music and an inspirational word, you come to the right place now. Let's get your praise on.
see young people around me. My 21-year-old nephew, Jim Bowman Jr., he's going to show us how to sing it in the 21st century. Jimmy, how would you say it? I say, God, baby, do that power, baby, do that power, baby, do that power, baby, do
Let's go before the throne. Lord God, I ask that you forgive us of our sins right now, Lord. Have mercy on our souls. God, create in us a clean heart and put a right spirit in us. Help us, Lord, to draw near and closer to you day by day. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Wow, I've enjoyed that music. Here is a little brief word to put on your hearts and your mind today. Have I want to know, have you ever had someone to turn their back on you? You know, we have all suffered through the experience of having a friend, an employer, family member, ex-lover, ex-wife, ex-husband, to turn against us and reject us. These are the so-called people who told you they loved you, they, but they turned around and talked about you, or they maybe whispered lies about you. You know, uh, maybe they bullied you, or maybe they hit you, you know. Uh, have you ever, like, felt like your kids or some of your friends of these same people, they only call you when they need something? Have your family or friends uh, only called you when only they need advice or they need some money, you know? Do you feel that God has turned his back on you? Because sometimes we feel like God turned his back on us. So since he turned his back on us, we're going to turn our back on him. Like we could really retaliate against God. The pain of those experiences, they're real and they're hard to go through, but it happens in life. And the reason why these things happen can vary. But it doesn't negate the fact that the pain and the suffering is real. You know, I have seen many people um, never recover from the hurt from those experiences, from the betrayal and struggles. You know, they struggle, you know, to get through these times. They have a hard time trusting people from then on. They develop a mad, you know, they say angry black woman syndrome, but, you know, we ain't going to say that on air. But they develop a syndrome of some type, and they want to sometimes harm individuals. They want to sometimes retaliate. You know, I don't know what kind of betrayal that you faced, but I know someone who faced those same things and more, and yet he was willing to forgive and to let the betrayer back in his life. And that was Jesus. Do you remember the following, uh, uh, you know, do you remember when um, the rest of Jesus, uh, Peter had denied knowing Jesus three times. And after that third denial, he heard the rooster crew and crow, I'm sorry, rooster crow, and he reclaimed, he recalled the prediction that Jesus had turned to him and looked at him. And so he began to cry bitterly because in Luke 22, 61 and 62, Peter said he would never turn his back on Jesus and he would be willing to die for Jesus. But in just a few hours, this man whom he said he loved Jesus and who shared the most important experiences turned his back on him. In Psalms 118.8, it says it's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. The good news is that Jesus from the cross said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. And Jesus rose from the grave and told Mary to go tell the disciples and Peter what happened. And Peter was restored and took fellowship with Jesus and served him the rest of his life. We all have been like Peter in our relationship with God. We've made God promises to him. And then when he came, it came for us to come through. We failed to live up to our part, to our promise. We've turned our back on God many times. And until we uh, needed his help again, then we decided that, uh, okay, I guess I better stick with Jesus. This Jesus thing. We was primarily using Jesus. You know, I'm glad to know 
that even when I have turned my back on God, that he doesn't turn his back on me. But see, Jesus is always reaching out to mankind. He's always trying to restore fellowship with him. You know, living in this world, we don't want to take that bitter cup, you know, like he did. You know, whether it's confessing the sin or taking a stand for righteousness, we 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 will hesitate, okay? Because you know, the cup is bitter and it's a hard cup, okay? So however, we must because we're going to enter a fellowship with Jesus we must barely take that cup sometimes and then repent, come to Jesus and follow him. Because, see, when death comes, we want to e- enter eternal life, an eternal fellowship with Jesus. He's preparing a place for us. I want to go. Do you want to go? But if we turn our backs on God, he can't be there to protect us or to guide us. God has always been that voice in the back of your head telling you what's wrong, you know, and if you block it out for so long, eventually his voice will go away. Now, this doesn't mean that God will give up on you, but it's during this time that he's waiting for you to return to him. Okay, in summary, basically, how do we turn our backs on God? You know, through disobedience and wanting to do our own will over his will, we fall into sin. Angry with God, maybe we're angry with him because he's uh, taking our loved ones away or taking someone from out of our lives. Maybe, you know, uh, some other situation that you don't understand uh, has frustrated you or made you hurt or made you sad. But listen, don't suffer the consequences of turning your back on God. Don't gamble with your future. Don't gamble with your soul. Instead, turn back to Christ and give your life to him. And when you do return, God will be waiting with open arms, just much like the story he told us in Luke 15, 11 through 32, the story of a man of his two sons. One leaves, one loses everything and returns in shame to his father, but the father welcomes him home with open arms, and he throws a huge festival in celebration of him coming home. Turn back to God today.
Praise God. The Lord for that beautiful song. Lord, we thank you for turning things around in our lives because everything hasn't always been straight. But we praise your name. In Second Corinthians 5 and 17, you said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. And for that, we have an unspeakable joy.
Jesus said in Matthew 22 and 4, many are called, but few are chosen. And today I am running for my life because I want to be one of the chosen.
Christ on today. Get to know him. And if you know him, get to know him better. One step. One step. In my own mind, my commissary weed and liquor at the same time. What's a dangerous mixture? Last thing I want to hear was someone quoting scriptures. Yes, me, because evidently, God must not be in the hood. I see demons driving bitches and bitter leaves. My mama told me go to church, but I'd rather hit the club. It seems that's the place where it's guaranteed love. It wants the thrill is gone. I'm greeted with arguments as I come back to a broken home. I call my friends and get no one on the phone. Does it feel so all They smile at me, I smile back, but I don't really wanna I'm full of sin and I think they smelling the aroma Quiet singing and I'm feeling something brand new Body shaking plus I can't control what my hands do Before I knew it, I was up screaming I'm fiending for that spirit to clean it Cause I'm filthy, a prostitute to sin The devil be trying to pimp me I'm running out of gas, my spiritual man is empty That's the preaching, everything he say is right on Tears for the darkness, I need you to turn the light on I feel the spirit, I'm at the altar about to give my life It's one step for me to get to Christ yeah.